Welcome to an inspirational message by Pastor Harold Weiss, Senior Pastor at Little Falls Christian Center. As we here stand in your presence, O Lord, we pray especially for those of our people who have been giving, but they've been giving online, the majority in fact, the vast majority gives online. And that does not go unnoticed. We are aware of the fact that the multitude of people are doing just that. And so Father, we pray for both those who are afar, those who during the week or weeks, those who today, those who tomorrow give unto you that they will know that that moment when they purpose to do what they do, that's the moment you purpose to bless them and to release your blessing upon their lives. And the people here and the people at home and the people at the second service and even tonight when we have a celebration, a breakthrough celebration here. And Lord, when that happens, that you will know that we are the people of your purpose, the people of your destiny. We belong to you in everything we've got. And we so just want to please you, Lord, for we are desperately dependent upon your favor, upon your blessing. So we sow a seed, seeds of life that come straight back in our own life as the Lord opens the windows of heaven. Thank you for your favor, for your kindness, for all the blessings, the benefits of a past year. Words come short because you have caused us to triumph in Christ Jesus. Thank you for your word, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, God bless you. May take your seats. Tonight, we're, I'm telling you, I'm just taking this thing and just turning it over to the band, and we're going to have an informal night. It's not going to be a very formal night, so don't come like I'm with a suit and tie or dress like Yanni Duplessis. He looks so nice with his... As hulle sewe en vijftig jaar getrouwd. 57 years. Can you believe it? And you know what? He's only 23 years old. Amen. Congratulations from the whole church to Yanni and Naomi Duplessis. You know, marriage works. Amen. Naomi sê altyd, sy bid vir genade, sy bid die verkracht, want daar gaat so om iets aandoen soms. And it's just a way of saying it, you know. You know, if you, if you, you know, I had a secretary, she says, now, you know, if that one irritates me again, I'm going to give them a hallelujah clap. <laughs> you know, it's just like those things. Sometimes we just love so, so much each other because we are partners in life. We're a family here together. You're in the kingdom of God. Now, I want to go to a, a Genesis chapter number 8 and 22. Genesis 8, verse 22. Good to see you in the house of the Lord. Breakthrough day. Tonight, celebration night. Anything can happen at Little Falls tonight, I'm telling you. While the earth remains, Genesis 8 and 22. While the earth remains, seed time and harvest. Everybody say harvest. Cold and heat, winter and summer, day and night shall not cease. Seed time and harvest. Everybody say seed time. Today I want to show you a few things and I want to look at you and the potential that you have. 
but you will find out how I'm going to come to it, and the Lord will help me through that time being sparse. Here we have in Galatians 3 and 16. Galatians 3 and 16. Now I'm into Galatians 3, and that one was Genesis 8:22 for those writing notes, and now Galatians 3 and verse 16. Now, seed time and harvest. Seed time and harvest. Now to Abraham and his seed were the promises made. He does not say, and to seeds, as of many, but as of one, and to your seed, who is Christ. To Abraham and his seed, capital letter, were the promises made. And to your seed, not many seeds, but as of one, but as of one to your seed, which is Christ the Lord, the seed of Abraham. Now, now after Christ, if we're in Christ, we know I could just quote here Galatians 3.13 and 14 where it sort of says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse, having been made a curse for us, for it's written, cursed as you hangs on a tree or upon a tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles, that we may receive the promise of the Holy Spirit. Now, in Galatians 3, verse 7, and at the end of the chapter, it says, if you are, we know that those who are of faith are the seed of Abraham, the children of Abraham. It is in the, in the Hebrew, it would be Tzerah. In the New Testament Greek, it's Sperma, but not in the plural here. Now, therefore, how many of you are Galatians 3.29 Seed of Abraham. Let me see you now. All right, now we're busy finding out this has vast implication upon our lives. As the seed of Abraham, to Abraham and his seed, the Messiah, was the promise made. But now we're in Christ. We're the seed of Abraham. If you're in Christ, you're Abraham's seed and joint heirs according to the promise, Galatians 3. Now here, we again come to the word seed. And let me say this to you, maybe at this point in time, I need to just give you a little bit of a, where we're going to. The seed, if you take a seed, it has the potential to bring forth life. I remember when I was in Egypt and we were in the, Egyptian Museum, and we had one of the former curators of the museum that year in Egypt as our guide, and he drew close to me and he spoke to me, wanted to take me in where they had all these pharaohs that had died, they put them in one chamber there in that, that uh, particular museum, and then there were some trays of seed that they put with the pharaohs and like Tutankhamun inside the tomb of Tutankhamun, 
and uh, then the golden coffin that was in it had another golden coffin and another golden coffin, like six golden coffins, the one within the other. You take the out, outside one, there's still one. Take that one away, there's still one. And overlaid with gold inside, you have the treasure of the actual mummy with its golden uh, decoration and all the other colors and things that they put on that thing. The fact is they put seed with those pharaohs, even boats, Egyptian boats, because the pharaoh had to have something to sustain him now after death. They would prepare their whole lives to be in that tomb and then have enough to go forward with. They didn't know anything about God or the Messiah. And they found that when they did tests on those seeds next to the Nile River, that after so many, like Tutankhamun was like eight years before Moses, that boy Pharaoh that died. And obviously he was very, very favored in Egypt to have that kind of paraphernalia around him. But the point is, they did tests on that seed. And that seed, after thousands of years, took life, planted next to the river, the Nile River. Now, when you sow seed, that seed has life. Let's get close to mankind. The word in Greek is sperma, from which the modern term sperm comes from, or egg in the case of the feminine side. So the moment those two cells have come together and fertilization has, or conception has taken place. From that moment, that first little cell in the mother's womb, did you know that you were just that single cell once upon a time? And did you know that that cell contained all your abilities, all your talents, all your gifts, all your God-given equipment, or your intellectual, intellectual capacity, all your achievement ability, that in that one little conceived fertilized cell, that moment before it started multiplying and now produced blood, for the life of the flesh is in the blood. The moment there's the conception, there's multiplication, what you find? Blood. Therefore, the life of the flesh is in the blood. And therefore, abortion is not on because you takes the blood, takes the life. The life, Leviticus 17, verse 10 to 14, of the flesh is in the blood. Prohibited, therefore, even in Old and New Testament to eat blood. For the life of all flesh, says the Creator, is in the blood. Now blood forms, that little seed was you. Just that one little cell, then you multiplied and you multiplied, be fruitful and multiply. So you plant a seed in the field, it multiplies. So you plant a seed in life, children are multiplied. Abraham and his seed, in this case we're talking now of the generations, the father of a multitude, you're in Christ, you're Abraham's seed, it multiplies. It's the law of life 
in all of creation that Messiah would be the seed and God would send His single form, the seed. That, that's, that seed, singular, is Christ the Messiah. The seed planted in the earth of a cross when the grave was open, the earth yielded the Son of the living God who then poured out His Spirit, His life into your hearts that you would multiply and behold the harvest of God in this church. Everything multiplies. Everybody say, seed time and harvest will continue. Forever and ever. It's the law of the King and the Kingdom of God. When God touches anything, if God is in that thing, it will multiply. They had one amen here, or maybe two. But I want to tell you now, if God is in your life, you're about to multiply. You know, even in Israel, I need to pray about that tonight because there are people that have not had children. I prayed for many people to have children and they did have. In fact, I prophesied in some cases and they did have. The next year, the baby was here to be dedicated to the Lord. But I'll tell you now, there's no barrenness in those days in Israel. How then about the kingdom of God established upon better promises? That seed is your actual potential. Knows it by your study around. I told you we're going to have a good time today. Luke 8 and 4. I'm taking this, I could take Matthew 13, but for a change, I took Luke 8 and 4. And when a great multitude had gathered, they came to him from every city, and he spoke by a parable. A sower went out to sow his seed. You never get anybody sowing without expectation. How many of you, when you gave your thanks offering, or today some have done it already, or a tithing to the Lord, or just an offering to the Lord, how many of you had an expectancy, God will provide, God will sustain, God will help, God will multiply how many, of you had that, how many of you had an expectation? Wave to the Lord. Let me see your faith. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word, right? Seed time and harvest. Everybody say, my harvest. Lord, please. Lord, please. Bless my seed and bring in my harvest. Open the windows of heaven for me. Give Him another praise offering right now. Amen. Luke 8 and 5, a sower went out to sow his seed. And as he sowed, some fell by the wayside and was trampled down and the birds of the air devoured it. And some fell on rock and as soon as it sprang up, it withered away because of the lack of moisture. And some fell among the thorns and the thorns sprang up and with it choked it. But others fell on the good ground, sprang up and yielded a crop a hundredfold. And when he had said these things, he cried, He who has ears, hear. He who has ears, hear. To hear, 
let him hear, ears to hear, luister. If I act on the principle of seed faith, I will receive my harvest. Last week, we said, because today is the finality about Thanksgiving. But last week we said, why do I give to God? Why, why do I give tithings? Why do I give in the church? And I said one thing very clearly, I brought the point out across. It's because I'm giving to God. I am giving my seed to God. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want I shall not lack any good thing. The Lord is my provider, my enabler. I am able to do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Give God a praise offering in this place. Last week, then dude, why do we give? Why do we sow? Because we're giving to God. And then I got into the whole thing about that. And I must say, I enjoyed that service. And then this week, but God also sowed a seed. Now, with that in mind, you're sitting in the chair because you're the seed of Abraham, because the blessing of Abraham now rests upon you. Now, I'll just say this to you, and I want you, like the Bible says, you as ears to hear, let him hear. And you know what I just said there? I said, the blessing of Abraham. I mean, the blessing. I mean, blessing. Die sien van Abraham, as je dan over. Well, it's a blessing. Of who? Abraham. Now has come upon the Gentiles. If you're in Christ, you're Abraham's seed. You're a joint heir according to the promise. The blessing of Abraham. How come? Well, you know what? For example, just one thing. Abraham, Genesis 24. The man became a very rich man, multiplied everything in every direction. It tells you, the man Abraham was very prosperous. The blessing of Abraham. Let me say this in the Afrikaans translation. I don't know in the English translation how good it comes across. But he see from the Yerah Mark Reich and Moeitevolle Arbeid voeg daar niks toe nie. The blessing of the Lord enriches you. And over labor adds nothing to that blessing. Because if you are whatever I do. Okay, I've got something which I just scribble on a piece of paper. Do you believe today you have potential? Now I've got two people here. How many of you believe you have potential? Okay. Now I've written here, now in the, in the course of preparing, I was busy cleaning out drawers because soon we'll be moving. We downscale. I'm not going for a bigger place. Now I go for a smaller place. And uh, I, I said, your potential to purpose writing. Potential to purpose writing. So, if I have a potential, follow me now on my thinking on this. If I use my talents, gifts, abilities to achieve the actual God purpose for my life. What's that ratio? Because people spend 
their potential on wrong things. But if I take, like I always said to many, many students through the years and church leaders, you've got to keep on doing the right things right. You don't enter without the blessing. You don't enter if it's not according to the word. You don't enter if you're going to climb the mountain of vision, the road of the mountain of vision is not an easy road because you're going to get some stones, rocks, boulders, thorns, many thorns on the road of the mountain of your vision. But the vision of the mountain, of your vision, to reach the top, to take hold of the hand of Christ. There are thorns. There are snakes on the side of the road. The road for you in this life is no question according to the divine purpose. No question. Do I have the potential? Indeed I do. No temptation has overtaken you. Now let me just say that because that's just the verse that comes up in my mind. But except that which is common to man, and God is faithful, who will with the temptation also provide the outcome. So what are you saying, Pastor, because that's temptation. Okay, I'm so glad you're asking about the temptation because people read temptation as a temptation regarding sin. But temptation is the Greek word peratsmos, and that means as a test of your actual character. No temptation, trial, or can be translated indeed from the Greek as a test of character has overtaken you. So what character do we all the time emanate? There's a song I think the band sings it, when you walk into the room, what do people sense? What do they sense? When they look at you and they say, you know how much you can talk about, you can see of people. Now I'm in the ministry a long time. Just one look. There's an old song. Many years ago, forgive me, 1964, there was a band called the Hollies and they had a song called Just One Look. Just one look. You look at a person and you say, Ooh. I read the person is down. The person is depressed, negative. I can see faith in your eyes or I don't see it. If I say, I'm going to pray now for people with sickness. And I see that person stands like that. I say, when Paul saw the man had faith, Paul said, stand to your feet. And he jumped up because faith responds. Expressibility is in relationship to the strength of the inner man. That seed in your heart is Christ. The potential principle, man, I want to get deeper into this thing. The potential principle is so powerful 
that actually you have access to the mind of Christ. Did you hear what I'm saying here? You actually have access to the mind of Christ. But now, ek kan wees so die mekaar, forgive me for the Afrikaans here, but it's a lekker uit, uitdrukking. Ek kan so die mekaar wees soos verlede jaar sy mossie nest net na halstorm. I can be as confused as last year's mossie nest after a halstorm. And everything is going in every direction. Everything is, that's not what God wants in our lives. Because within you lies vital, critical, the strength of character to take that thing on. Take command, take it on. Systemize, strategize, take that thing. Take faith, not care. Care is a burden. Cast your cares upon him. For he cares affectionately and purposely for you. But I have a purpose of life. I have a vision for my life. My life is in relationship to my progress to that vision. There will be many distractions. But Paul says this one thing I do. Forgetting all other things. So I keep saying, be alone when you actually pray there are times you pray with, like Maud and I would pray, and there's a time that Maud prays alone, I pray alone, and then there's a time that we pray in groups or like a prayer meeting. But his seed, capital letter, is there. And he would... <laughs> Hallelujah. This is Mount Everest here behind me. No, not Mount Everest here. I doubt that. I think this is the uh, mountain in Switzerland. Hey? Matterhorn. Matterhorn. You saw it too. Sharp, sharp there. That's not Everest. That's Matterhorn. The famous mountain of Switzerland. But you want to take that thing. You want to go up here. You want to go up. That's not. Take this little ridge here alone. Let's say you're going to climb the ridge all the way up the ridge. That's going to be a little path. Man, I want to tell you, you want to look out. I was on top of those mountains at a place called the um, Schildhorn. And uh, at Schildhorn, there was this mountain right there on the top of so many of these cable cars. Get to the top there. Now you've got to take that little narrow ridge. Die here weer daar moet jy mooi kyk waar jy trap. Want die kant is a mile of die kant. Mile and a mile both sides Downhill, no stopping. You die, one step miss. So is your life, my friend. So is your life. I have a scripture which I want to say here. I want to say here, um, I want to read this. But the ones, verse 15, by the way, of Luke 8. The ones that fell on the good ground without taking the whole thing. Fell on the good ground. Everybody say good ground. Everybody say seed. Everybody say my seed. Good ground. Are those who are having heard the word with a noble heart, that's a noble, a good heart. It's a beautiful thing to analyze the Greek there. Keep it and bear fruit with patience. Now in the Matthew 13, it says, bear fruit 30, 60, and 100 fold. Seed produces, multiplied, multiplies if you add your faith to your giving. 
Like I said yesterday, it's not just pro forma. I'm just going through the motions again. I am just here taking all the rituals, all the customs, doing it without thinking, mindless while I'm doing, like a robot, just putting 10 cents in the thing and let it pass by because it's a painful thing to say goodbye to Jan van Riebeek or say goodbye to a, a single rand coin or maybe just a 10 cent coin is a major thing. A little widow came along with a little mite and Jesus said, that one gave more than everybody else. Because in proportion to what she had, she gave more. Everything that she had to live on. I can tell you that woman in her time would have after the Lord Jesus himself commented on her. The angels were going in every direction and God would have supplied in her needs. I want to go quickly on, and go on to this. Um, and I want to bless you with this and then I, I, I will have to stop here. I don't want to. Listen. In the book of 1 John 3 and 9, I will read it from more than one translation here. For whoever has been born of God does not sin. For his seed, everybody say seed, remains in him. And he cannot sin because he has been born of God. Now, New Living Translation says, those who have been born of God's family into the family of God do not make a practice of sinning. Don't practice it as a way of life because God's life is in them. And with that potential, what I find, what I do find, and I really do find, I found it out from 1980 when we did I had to go for advanced studies in psych psychometrics, that, that is psychometry, that is aptitude testing. We test people for their abilities and then we did dozens and dozens of people. We tested them with aptitude testing. And what I found out in my, if I think back, summarize quickly, I say this. Most, most, vast majority of people underestimate themselves. They never unlock their talents. Then they wander on the road, why? If you really think at what you're good at and what people now had to say, and this one said, and that one laid a little egg, and that one had a negative thing, and that one had another thing, and the other one said, but you know, you're not able to do this. Oh, no, no, you'll never achieve this. Oh, no, 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 no. You, you're, just, uh, you're just an ordinary person. You'll just, you know, you underscore, let me tell you now. Let me tell you, do not underestimate God at work inside your heart. I'm looking at Philip. Philip stayed with us now for years and years. He's become like a son in our house to me. And I look at Philip when I first met him. I never knew he had it in him to achieve what he's doing now. Philip. And I look at people here and I'm thinking, how many people, <laughs> whatever you do, Paul said, to me it's a small thing that I be judged by any man. He who judges me is the Lord. If anybody else has any egg to lay negative against you in your life, don't let that put you off. Rise up a new year's ahead of you. You can study. You can advance. You can come to Bible school. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Can you say Amen. Come on, give the Lord a praise. 
Here I close with this verse, Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And again, New Living Translation. For I can do everything through Christ who gives me the strength. Amplified Bible, the old one says, I have strength for all things in Christ who empowers me. I'm ready for anything and equal to anything through Him who infuses inner strength into me. I am self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. You see it is in you. Stand up, give the Lord a praise offering, everybody. Come on, praise God. Come on, praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Come on, praise God. Make this confession. Say this after me. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I'm able to all and sufficient against all. I have the ability in Christ through Christ's sufficiency and His powerful gifts at work in my life and talents. I am able to do all things through Christ who gives me the strength. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be upon you all. The Lord bless you and keep you. Lord lift up His countenance over you, be gracious to you and give you peace. In the name of God the Father and God the Son and God the Holy Spirit. And I pray today that there be an unlocking of gifts, talents, abilities, for greater is He who is in us than He who is in this world. These people shall prosper. They shall be in health. They will multiply seed. Not just 30, not just 60, but a hundredfold. They will sow in faith with expectation and that shall be met by an almighty God who has placed the blessing of Abraham through Christ Jesus upon us. In Jesus' name, all God's people said, Amen. For more teachings like this and other material, please visit our website at www.littlefallsonline.com.